watch cartoons We'll take a look back at where we've been So let's hop into our time machine And welcome to another episode of Cartoon Time Machine. I'm Scarlett. And I'm Katie. We're your animates, and as you may or may not be able to tell from the quality of my voice today, uh, I'm a bit sick at the moment. Um, yeah, just 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 a little cold. Uh, but it it did it did lead to to an inspirational moment uh, for Katie and I, uh, where we thought this would be a really good opportunity to talk about our favorite cartoons for a sick day. Um, because as I recently learned, that's not really a thing when you're an adult, and that made me sad. Like, I guess I could call in sick, but like, not not for this, not when I work from home. And even if I did, it wouldn't be the same wonderfully cozy experience as it was when you were a kid. You remember that, Katie, how good that was? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you were a little bummed that you were sick, but like more importantly, you were staying home from school. Like you could watch TV all afternoon. There were no siblings or parents telling you like to either, you know, give up the control of the remote or you've watched too much TV, go play outside. Cause you couldn't, you were stuck in bed. And like, sometimes you were in like, uh, you were in like the, at least for me, you were in like a fun room. Like my sick room was always the guest bedroom because they didn't want my germs all over the living room couch where we had the other TV, but we had the teeny tiny TV in the guest bedroom. And that's where I got to watch cartoons. And that was also good. I got to stay in bed. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was getting to sit on the couch. You got some, as you got better, you got some snacks you liked. Cause usually if you're a kid in your home, you can't keep a lot down. So no. start, you start the day with saltines and maybe like a ginger ale or a Gatorade. It was also an excuse to get fun drinks. That was the best part for me was the ginger ale because I was never allowed to have soda other than the ginger ale I'd have when I'm sick. And I, you know what? Thank you to the manufacturers of ginger ale, I assume, for continuing to create this, I think, lie that ginger ale is good for various diseases. I know uh, like ginger ale is actually is, is ginger, ginger is good actually good for nausea and ginger ale by canada dry does have actual ginger in it okay okay so if you're using i I can say this as someone who itself but i know also most ginger ale does not have ginger i know canada dry ginger ale is actually good for nausea and i'm saying this also as a person who gets very motion sick my Mm. go-to drink in a car ride sometimes is just ginger ale and i take and also i take the all-natural dramamine sometimes which is just ginger See, I, I used to have stomach pains as a kid, not nausea, but stomach pains, um, and which would be delightful foreshadowing for later in my life. It was, if, well, I should have seen the signs. Um, but I don't think, I think I had like the, the you know, the, the off-brand uh, ginger ale, um, which yeah, definitely- Yeah, I was going to say, what was your go-to really. ginger ale? Whatever was cheapest at the supermarket, at, at the old stop and shop. Uh, oh, stop, stop. There are there are levels of ginger ale, and I have strong opinions on ginger ale. Vernon's, well, we were talking about cartoons today, but, but before that, please rank your, your ginger ales. Right. Vernon's, the worst. Do not give me any of that. Schweppes. That? Vernon's is very specifically, like, the top dog in Michigan. Huh. And it's very, it's closer to a ginger beer, in my opinion. Oh, I do like a ginger beer. Vernon's. Schweppes. Okay. Not memorable. Polar is there. 
Canada Dry, that's where it's at. Canada Dry flavored now. They have blackberry and cranberry. Delicious. Ooh, that does sound good. Homemade ginger syrup. Also great in cocktails, kids. Ooh. See, this is just making me want ginger ale, except that will do nothing for what currently ails me. What currently will help is is chicken soup, which thankfully I have in abundance, though not my <laughs> not my grandmother's chicken soup, which it's never your grandmother's chicken soup when you want it, is it, folks? But, but anyway, we, also, we are. I mean, sorry. the other thing was Gatorade. What color of Gatorade do you drink? Uh, okay, so I because everyone knows Gatorade doesn't come in flavors. Gatorade colors. colors absolutely so yellow Gatorade was what I had the one time I had such terrible food poisoning that I was just mm. like out for a really good chunk of time um I must have been like eight or nine years old um I don't know why I didn't have the ginger ale that time I don't know why that that one time we switched to Gatorade um but since then completely unable to drink any flavor of, of the Gatorade you know it was oh one you those can't th- drink any Gatorade now no, no, they're all ruined for me. They all taste like the feeling of having food poisoning. You you know how it is. It's not, there's nothing actually wrong with it. It's just the sense memory is so strong. Yeah. Like my brain has linked, you know, four days of extreme nausea and just generally feeling terrible to the flavor of just uh, Gatorade in general. So like, mm-hmm. it's- But have you linked any of these feelings to these cartoons you used to watch as a child when you were sick? Segway back hey, in, kids. Segway, thank you for bringing us back in. So I was, when we were talking about doing this subject, I was like thinking about like what the criteria is for a good sick cartoon. Cause like it's different from just the criteria of like a good cartoon. There are a lot of cartoons that I would like to watch just in general, but I wouldn't necessarily say that's good to watch when you're sick. And I think there are two major factors. One is it needs to be something you can watch for a long period of time because you're stuck on the couch. And that was that was honestly the real thrill of being being homesick watching cartoons specifically is that like you would just watch hours like it would just go on and on and on and just be so episode after episode you'd kind of lose track and at one point you'd look out the window and it's like getting dark and you're like wait like how many episodes did I watch like oh well I remember that episode plot line but that was like four episodes ago so it's got to be it's got to be a cartoon that like you can sit and do nothing and just watch and kind of tangential to that it needs to be something suitably mindless that like you can do that cuz like you need you need to you need to be like paying enough attention that like it's still keeping your interest but it it has to allow for like dozing in and out like there have you have to be able to like you know have a moment where you're just like okay i'm going to like blow my nose for 15 solid minutes and i'm going to come back and i'm not going to have missed that much um, of course, if it's an eleven minute, you miss an entire episode. So, boom, you're out. You're out of the picture for that. Um, so, with with that in mind, with those like mental criteria, at least for me, in place, Katie, what 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 comes to mind for you when you think of cartoons that you'd love to watch when you were sick? Uh, immediately, so the thing I think about is the blocking because when we were getting sick, it was these would have been two thousands for us. So, not a lot of streaming kids to anyone who's younger no, than no watching streaming. this, where yeah. streaming was a thing. Oh my uh, god, no. You it were was, it stuck. We were locked into the television blocks. Which is a key thing. And when you're sick, 
you can be up at any moment of the day. So there is the er I immediately think of the early morning block to the mid kind of the the midday block of the mm -hmm. like young children's television. Yep. Which sometimes when you're like sick of game shows is where you go. It it and did I, and on every single network it would progressively get older as the day went on. That was mm -hmm. the fun part. Um so Arthur was a pretty clear front runner in the kids morning shows. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's a big one. I that that whole PBS area I feel like was sort of almost felt like you were making a compromise with yourself. Like, well, I'm not in school, but I'm definitely learning something because it's PBS. It's educational. I loved Arthur, though. Arthur was a great show. I think occasionally you could catch Cyber Chase at that time, which I loved even more. I was about to say that that was a go to sick show for me because I that I think that also fits into a weird third criteria of show you would not necessarily get excited for or seek out if you weren't sick. And I think that was Cyber Chase for me. Like, I definitely watched it a lot, but I never, like, was hardcore into Cyber Chase. It was just a thing that was on and I enjoyed. I love Cyber Chase. I might have told this story on the podcast before, but I took um, our, I went to a basketball game at our college with my father, um, another friend too. I actually don't think has been on the podcast, and then our queer correspondent. Um, and my, for some reason, Cyber Chase came up and my my father told the two of them, and I guess me. What was the name of the villain in Cyber Chase? They took a couple minutes, went to pull out their phone. He went, no, no, you cannot look at your phone. You just have to wait till it comes to you because you know it's coming. And like 20 minutes later, one of them just shouts, hacker. <laughs> no, it was and hacker. And they felt a lot of pride. It was, it was ha hacker was the villain and their, their like Charlie of the Charlie's Angels was motherboard. It was and a really was good like, show. She was like a creepy, like half woman, half computer. She was great. Ah, it was. I loved that show. Taught me and some the, maths. It it definitely did not actually teach me maths, but I, I but that that's not the show's fault. That's me. No, that's you and math. That was me being dim. Um, I mean, did the game shows help you at all with math? See, I never really watched game shows. I you I didn't watch The Prices right after the morning cartoons had ended. No, I was really just there for the cartoons. I know big shock for everyone who knows me as an adult and knows I still do this to this day. Um, yeah. Shout out to me saying, oh, I'm going to finish Andor uh, and then proceeding to watch an entire season of Dragon Prince before watching one more episode of Andor. <laughs> no, I, I did the morning cartoons and then would switch to game shows for a while. My family loves a good game show, Family Feud. America says those are new ones, but I mean, it was a lot of prices, right? Ooh, yeah. I I don't know. For some reason, game show like occasionally the Nickelodeon game shows would would because mm. they would be thrown in there in the middle of the day between uh all that and the Amanda show. Oh, watched don't a lot of good. that on sick days. I yeah, Amanda. I mean, I know this not cartoons, but like shout out to the Amanda show for like high key being the best sick show. Yeah. Bring out the dancing lobsters. See, that was, I think that that's great because I think it really solidly hits those first two criteria I talked about. Like, because it's a sketch show, you kind of can just watch an infinite amount of it. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about, like, following a plot thread because, like, it's a sketch show. So every, mm -hmm. like, three minutes, there's another thing happening. So if you miss one of those, doesn't matter. If you come in in the middle, it'll be over soon and you're on to a new one. Like, And at some point... Event. The dancing lobsters will happen while you're watching. 
And even though it's not a joke that makes a ton of sense, that's the point. It'll make you laugh every time. I just, I just remember the girls' room. I just, I liked the idea that people would willingly stay in a school bathroom for long periods of time if it weren't for doing drugs. <laughs> uh, well, I'm talking about the blocks of shows. Once the morning cartoons ended and you got sick of um, the game show you might or may not have watched, I found that the other one would be two channel. There were two channel options: Boomerang for some people and watching old school cartoons some jetsons mm. remember jetsons a lot flintstones a lot of jetsons a lot of flintstones or i'm forgetting the name of the other channel it was the one that had pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. you think of the hub the hub it had another name i think at one point i, mean, I never really watched something. pokemon and, and Yu-Gi-Oh, so i'm not i'm not super useful i had a feeling that. you never ended up there i ended up there <laughs> i mean i would yeah i was definitely much more solidly uh on you know Cartoon Network or uh, Disney Channel at that at that point. Yeah, um, I didn't love Pokemon much, but I feel like a Pokemon movie when it came on was a great sick day show because you just got got to look at the cool um, Pokemon designs. Mm. Um, and really, that was the big thing of those shows is they have a lot of fun creatures in them. So when you're in kind of that fugue fever dream state, mm. it's kind of fun to just go, whoa, <laughs> you know, that now that small electric rat go. <laughs> Now that you mention it, I, I definitely do have a memory of being homesick and watching like one of the many I know Pokemon movies uh, that that would show up on Cartoon Network. Like in the in the middle of the day on Cartoon Network, they would try to fill up their block with just showing a movie because they knew that could take up you know with ads that could be three hours. Um, oh, a lot of the Mewtwo but... one, watched that multiple times while sick. And I I think that I think that's also like an interesting thing about like a child's sick day is that like weirdly i think that's an a, like a good trial period for a lot of shows like i think that's a because again you're not really seeking it out like when we were kids like hey hey kids the world before streaming you'd see an ad for a show a new show coming out and you would get really excited by it and you'd make sure you were in front of your tv at you know eight seven central which is i remember i, I did they did they that that they played yeah, that in eight seven central yeah see why do i remember like an eagle noise also for one of the channels after that I mean, maybe, but like, it's funny to me to think that the two of us grew up hearing that same like little chipper eight seven central. But like, we were focusing on the two different numbers with that because you would have been yeah. focusing on that central time. And like for me, I only knew, all I knew was that the first number was important. I didn't know what they meant by oh. like the central part yeah. for a long time. Oh no, I had that for what? Because I I grew up first in Eastern time and then moved to Central time, like oh, just across did, the board. Right. It was very confusing. Yeah, I, I always, I'm in a I new time forget. zone and I'm seven and this is difficult. Yeah, I, I always forget that uh that that you would have, yeah, you would have been in Eastern time. It still yep. feels like the Midwest to me over there. I don't know. It is, uh, but it's on it's on the far side of the Midwest. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's got to be confusing for people living it in that was. area. Um, In any case, yeah, like I, I, I feel like you would you would rush to go see the new premiere and then like either it grabbed you then or like you heard about it from like kids on the playground and you like sought it out then or the third way you discovered a new show you were homesick and you were just watching random stuff and fell in love with it that way um I think I think that's how I got into Lilo and Stitch the series in hindsight I I seem to recall like just a real long marathon of Lilo and Stitch in the middle of the day in that speaking of blocks that would have been the Toon Disney block that came after Playhouse Disney and before regular old Disney Channel started up around 4 p.m 
Um, Sometime, what was it? The worst dearth was 11 a.m. 11 a.m. sucked. <laughs> you know, yeah, because like you were up and you were like ready for entertainment, but it was still the preschool shows. And if and you that's were like, when I watched a lot of game shows, <laughs> right? Like if you were like seven or eight years old, you were like too just you were just too old for that. So like you were willing to sit through it just because like otherwise you'd have to like read a book or something. And God knows we didn't want to do that. Um, but, but yeah, uh, it, 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 that would, that would have been the kind of the, like, okay, you know, in a few minutes it'll be nude and it'll turn over to Toon Disney and I can, yep. I can watch my cartoons. That was a big Kim oh, Possible yeah. time too. I feel like that chunk yeah. of that mid afternoon on Disney channel, that was Kim Possible, Lilo and Stitch and the Proud Family. Like that trio got me through, got me through the worst of the sick. 100%. Those are the good days before they switched to the other options, which was mostly live action on Disney, which we've talked about being very mind-numbing. Yeah, well, I watched that's, that's a lot <laughs> because these kids these days have it so nice. Back in my day, I didn't have much of a choice of what I was going to watch on my sick day. Ah, exactly, yeah. No, I mean, that was the joy I of it. I had to walk three miles in the snow to watch any cartoons on a sick day. <laughs> yeah grandma um but like it's yeah it's it's weird like it it's kind of strange to me to think of like I feel like that's too much work on a sick day like I'm like an adult so like I guess I can like you know make a choice of what show I want to watch but like even I like when I was like uh when I a few months ago when I had my last COVID booster and I was like feeling real sick uh my response was to just turn on HBO Max on autoplay and just run We Bear Bears because I had like done the mental calculus and been like, yeah, this is a show that I can watch many of. I'm not really invested in the storyline. So like I can fall asleep for a chunk of time and it is like easy on the eyes. Like I'm not, it's, it, it moves slowly that I'm not going to get nauseous while watching it. Um, I was going to say, I think we both have our go-to sick day cartoons now. What, what's your, what, What's your adult sick day cartoon? Oh, the SpongeBob reruns. Oh, that yeah, that's a good one. SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents reruns of the early seasons just make me feel comforted. They're like a warm blanket. That heart. absolutely is. That that's such a you know it's funny. I don't really. I think SpongeBob was still so prime time when we were kids. It wouldn't have been in that like dead zone middle of the afternoon yet. Cause I don't really remember watching no. much SpongeBob while I was sick. My, yeah, I, I don't remember watching much more. It would be like you get to watch it once you're, like, for me, it was when my brother came home from school would be. Right. Now we'll turn, now it's going to turn to SpongeBob during the day. Tom and Jerry was the other one I watched a lot Ooh, on yes. sick days. Well, that was Boomerang. Yeah, that was, Boomerang was well, good. Well, I for think also for me, Cartoon Network was holding it a lot. For a while, yeah. it was there, like, earlier in the day for mm. kids who were home for some reason. Right. That and Boomerang. But I do remember watching a lot of early Tom and Jerry. They should have just made that a block. Like, I know we had our episode talking about the various, like, blocks and eras of Cartoon Network. They I feel definitely like one... did at one point, I thought. They had, like, a You're Homesick, Thanks for Watching Cartoon Network. Yeah, essentially, like, here are the reruns of Looney Tunes and and um, oh. Tom and oh, Jerry. Oh, I was more saying, I was more saying, like, they, I, I, I wish they had themed it to be, like, oh. Hey, hey kids, it's one in the afternoon on a Wednesday. You're either skipping school to watch cartoons or you're homesick. Here's some, yeah, here's some cartoons for you, you poor sick kid. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, I, 
I feel like most like kids skipping school stuff in the media is like kids running off to have like a Ferris Bueller's day off. But like more realistically, if I had the guts to skip school back then, I probably would have found myself watching cartoons. Watching I mean, cartoons are playing video games. Now, actually, it does lead me into a very important. <laughs> it did lead me into a very important question. Now that we're we're grown ups, so we're in a safe space here. Did you ever fake sick to stay home from school and watch cartoons? I actually didn't. <gasps> Never? Never. Oh, I totally did. I I I uh liked going to school um because I am a nerd. Nerd. I miss I in general I have missed so little school in my life. The most wow. school I missed was in college. When you are finally given the option to sometimes say, I don't need to go. I don't, not think gonna I, miss day. I don't think I missed a day of school from sophomore year of high school until sometime in freshman year of college at one point. Wow. You're very punctual. I'll give I you did, that. I, I don't easily get sick, so I lost the sick days after a while. <laughs> I mean, I think I was sick about average for a child, maybe a little on the low end of average, because I was a good enough kid that, like, I knew, like, if I woke up feeling, like, a little sniffly, I could get away with staying home from school if I if I so chose. Now, if there was, like, a big kickball game or something, I would have fought through that and I would have gone to school. But, like, <laughs> I, I, ne I will say, I never fully lied. I never, I never fully wet you know faked symptoms again like ferris bueller style it was more like i feel like a little not great i could probably tough it out but if i don't tough it out i get to stay home and watch cartoons and mm. option b generally seemed more appealing so that's that and and that and that like led into like the weird like I, I think like the like the A and B side of a sick day, which I think you were you were sort of hitting on earlier, is you had the the A side, like the good part of the early in the day when you're like kicking back, you're eating your saltines, you're watching your cartoons. But then like the day wears on and your siblings come home from school and your parents start cooking dinner and like suddenly the day like you've come full circle. Like this is what you'd be doing if you weren't homesick. And suddenly your your friend drops off your homework and you're visibly well enough to go back in the next day. Because remember how you, when you were a kid, you were sick for just one day and then you could you, go back in the next day? True. Unless, you, unless you had the stomach bug and then it was, it had to be 48 hours and then you could go yeah. back. That one if actually did like, have rules. Right, if you had, if like, you had if a you had fever like, or a stomach bug, there were rules. Right. There, there was stuff for that, but I feel like if most... You had a cold? Right. Like most of my homesicks were things like, I have a cold. Um, oh, I never. It was always for me. I have the flu or stomach bug. I had like strep throat a few times. Oh, or yeah. Infection. My brother got that um, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I was more in like the respiratory stuff because like, I mean, as mentioned before, I had stomach pains, but like that was just sort of a way of life for me after a little while. <laughs> Still is. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, go on. In it, you, you'd have that, like, a couple hours where you're home alone, you're enjoying the day, but then often by the end, like, by that middle point of the day, because you're a kid, you're resilient at this point, you've got a high yeah. constitution for some reason, very full of germs, get rid of them quick. But by the, like, middle of the day when people are coming back around, you're like, oh no, I feel good, 
but because I was homesick for the day, I'm going to be told, I'm, I act like I'm yes. going to be told, oh, so you could have gone to school and you're going to be like, no, no. that's exactly it. <laughs> you had changed. to, you had to do the weird little fake in it thing for the rest of the evening. Like, even if you knew you were going back to school the next day, you had to like, sort of put on like a brave face, but like, yeah, I think, I think I can tough it out. I, I think I'm on the mend. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a brave little trooper, but I'm, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever faked also because my parents were very good about like n explaining how like you cannot use this as a way to have too much fun. You were sick. Um, so there were rules on like how long I could play video games still or like be on the computer. They did. They regulated less the TV, but also because I probably because I chose a lot of educational programs because the other big show, which is not a cartoon that I hope you feel the same thing. That was the other big sick day show, Mythbusters. Again, I just always went right for the cartoon. <sighs> I don't I might not have ch watched a live action show of my own volition until I was in high school watching Buffy. Like, okay. I think it's very possible I didn't choose to watch a live action show until then. I watched a lot of Disney Channel live action, but that was like more like the cartoons ended and there's nothing else. So I'm going to like just like sit here. I almost never sought out anything live action. Fair. Um, I hope I hit with some person then and who's I'm sure you did. I've, I've heard that before. So good. So maybe my parents laxed on the TV because usually it was switching between educational programs and cartoons. Could you count the prices right as educational? Because I must guess the prices of everyday goods. I mean, yeah, that would probably be actually quite useful when you go to the supermarket right now and there's crazy inflation and you can realize that you're being gouged. Yeah. This is why, this is why I go for the store brand. Yeah. But nowadays when we have, I'm, I'm, I'm segueing us back in. Nowadays with streaming services, you really can just pick anything to watch for the day. It's so much easier. I'm really stuck on this. It's it's because I use it when I take like a mental health day or a sick day from work. Like, it, it is all right. What show off my list am I checking off? Because I'm not bound by anything. But then I See, also look at it with existential dread of having to make a choice in my life. I'm very bad exactly. at it. See, see, that's that's the thing that I feel kind of bad for kids today on because the joy of the sick day was like ceding all control over to the TV. The TV determines what I how I spend the next eight hours of my life. Like there was from the moment you woke up on a sick day, the last decision you made was telling your mom or dad or both. I don't, I don't know how many people you have to tell this situation, but like saying, I am sick. I would like to stay home from school. That is the one and only decision you have to make that day. And if they said yes, then that was it. That was, you are plopping in, you know, for me, the guest room bed or for others, the living room couch and people would bring you saltines and soup and ginger ale. And that would be the day. And the TV would tell you what's on next. Um, you know what it's like if we have to reference it back to a cartoon, what it's like to seed power over to the TV. What? The Timmy Turner movie special channel, channel chasers. I thought you were going to say the magic conch shell. <gasps> oh. Which I recently learned that it's pronounced conch and this has really like destroyed my It my is. Head. It's conch. Like. But to me, it will always be conch. I, yeah, I'm never, I'm never going to not see that as conch. Like it's. The problem is conch, conch is different. Conch, 
Conk is also you conk someone on the head. Or I think like Kronk, like mm, the new group. I don't know. It's yeah, it just I don't I don't I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. But I SpongeBob wouldn't lie to me. They they would no. not lie. So Channel Chasers no, I, was something I watched a lot. It as it became one of the syndications in the in the sick day hours. I remember watching that on sick days. It's a very good TV movie for Jimmy Turner. Fairly, fairly odd parents. That's what was, it's called. Yeah, fairly odd parents was good for uh for sick days. Uh, Until you got older and the show aged, and then you got the baby, oh. and then you got the dog, and then you got the girl. The order in which you jump the shark. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I for me, I feel like Cartoon Network was the sick day hub. Like, it had just a wonderful diversity of shows, but it would also, like, show them in a big block. Um, Foster's, good for mm-hmm. sick day. Um, My Gym Partner's a Monkey, good for mm-hmm. a sick day. Loved that. Um, and, and, I, and they also had the best bumpers. They made the bumpers, like, made you feel like you were in a weird parasocial relationship with the characters. Because, like, they'd welcome you back to the show. And that was like we are in a weird parasocial relationship with these characters, and you know it. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that was that was that was like a great part of watching Cartoon Network is you'd like watch like the CN City, and it would be like you're on a bus, and your favorite characters are with you on the bus, and the bus drops you off at your next cartoon or Toonami, and you'd go. Oh no, wasn't Toonami? No, it was it was Maguzi, which was the was the Monsters Under the Sea one, I think. We did a thing on this. I I forget now. This is but. very yeah. We're now like two hundred episodes, not two hundred episodes ago. <laughs> We've no. only done a hundred of these. <laughs> it's about a hundred yeah. episodes ago though. Then we did this. If you want to go back and listen to us talk about Cartoon Network, I think it's episode. Oh, seven yeah, it, starts. it it was in fact Maguzi that I that I was obsessed with. Uh, this it was like that was like that was also again how I knew the sick day was coming to an end because that was part of the block that I would come home from school to mm. watch. So I knew when Maguzi showed up, I was like out of the sick day, uh, you know, line. And I was instead on, oh, this is what my day would be like if I were home. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'd have to reflect on whether or not I'd made good use of my sick day because I was very existential like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was great when you were younger and you didn't have that existential dread of, oh, man, did I waste the sick day? I'm going to have homework. Now that's what I do now as an adult. Oh, God, I took a day off. All the emails. I know. No, I mean, again, that's why I chose to work through my, what could have been a very nice sick day. I I remember I woke up this morning and I was like lying in bed being like, well, I objectively feel terrible. I'm going to be a bad employee today. But if I don't go in and be a half decent employee, I will, I will have a lot more to deal with tomorrow. And I'll be lying here stressed out about the work I'm missing um again i work from home so that made my life a little easier and i wasn't like germing on everyone um everyone just had to like look at my like visibly dead face on zoom yeah now we now we're talking about the culture of the american workforce and how we don't take sick days uh we don't need to talk about that here no no because it was it was it was fun when you were a kid you could you could spare one day like if some you know if you, if you had like that like flu that like knocked you out for like two weeks or like had your tonsils removed or your appendix removed and you were out for like a significant period of time that's I think when like the anxiety even as a kid would start to kick in of like oh my god I'm gonna be so behind in this math unit um but like one day when you were a kid that really wasn't adding on much stress the next day like 
you might have had one extra worksheet if you had a nice teacher I I remember I had some nice teachers who like basically had a policy where like you had a certain number of like passes on your homework for a sick day like you couldn't use that like indefinitely but like if you were sick once or twice a year they would be like okay you don't have to do that worksheet um and like you'd you know you pretty much pick it all back up like that when you're in elementary school the homework you do is just like reinforcing things you learned in class over and I'll over again. my timetables again later god i'm so glad being an adult means i don't have to do my timetables anymore sorry to inform you i will be sending you a timetable later that i do need you to complete in in an hour well no no you got you gotta do that thing where like, you start the timer and remember remember that yeah. it was like how how many things you can do in like one minute or something and then like I... the smartest kids would brag about how many they finished was that you Were you that jerk no because i i wasn't when when we were doing these i was in the advanced math class so it was only smart kids who were obnoxiously good at math this is why we quarantined you from the rest of us normies <laughs> exactly but yes yes i was <laughs> It was, it was a source of pride to finish it with 15 seconds left or something you like had that. time left? I, I usually, had time left sometimes. I, was I really usually got through the first column out of like six and then it would be done. I'd be like, oh, look at this paper. It's visual proof that I'm dumb. This is great. I love this. I love this so much. Very different thinkers. I'm good at math. You're good at the words things. I have a good heart. <laughs> Katie, you gotta give me this, otherwise I have nothing. Just I I I have You're, to be like the I have to be like the Mati of Captain Planet. I I have hey, the power of heart. <laughs> I gave you the power of being able to persuade. Power of persuasion is good. I mean, I did you can despite the subpar math thing, I did persuade a college to let me into the same college that you, a good math kid, went to. So clearly I that was both got the same degree. We did. We did get a BS degree. Or did you get a BA? You got a BA? I got a BA. I think mine might be a BS because I think I thought it was funny. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> but I also am not 100% confident where my diploma is. So I don't know. Maybe I went for a BA. Maybe I decided not to make uh, the culmination of four years of my life and the most uh, high education I would ever have culminate in, haha, it's BS. That's funny. We really took a turn somewhere in this podcast. I am very high on nighttime mucinex right now. <laughs> well, let's get you back into the into the time machine. We have a sleeper bed. We'll try to find your diploma to hang it on the wall with mine. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yours is hanging in there, absolutely. Worst um, case, on your sick day tomorrow, you can draw with some crayons and make yourself a fake diploma. Uh, you know, the beautiful thing about a time machine, when you think about it, is that since it exists outside the fabric of time and space, you can have a sick day whenever you want, and no one can call you on it. I will. Get back in the time machine. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going. Thank you all very much for uh, sharing this sick day with us. We hope this was a fun and nostalgic time and that you're feeling more healthy than I am right now. And I'm well, not high on NyQuil. It's not NyQuil. It's Mucinex nighttime and it might be slightly expired. <laughs> it's been in my drawer for a long time. I didn't I didn't really dare to read the label. Uh, hey, kids, uh, listening to this, don't take expired medication. It's bad. Um, uh, I'm fine. 
but like I feel the need to put on that uh that warning that it's probably a good idea to check labels check the labels and research before you take anything that's, take that's, the, lesson of, that's the lesson of this episode I'm Scarlett I'm Katie we're your animates and we will see you next time